Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right. Welcome. It is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. Loves. Uh, good to be with you. Yeah, you didn't know. That I was a trained massage therapist, and I'm no longer licensed. I, they ch- they changed the rules. Originally, it was supposed to be a lifelong license, and then they changed things, and it was like, oh, really? But uh, anyway, oh, my. <laughs> No sooner do I mention that on the air than uh, my wife texts me, reminding me that uh, she's always available to be the subject of uh, a massage. So, uh, point taken, and the table uh, has been moved downstairs. Uh, it is uh, nine minutes after three at News Radio 930 WBEN. Hey, when you've got a great woman, you do whatever it takes to make her happy. And fortunately, it doesn't take a lot to make her happy. Anyway, uh, which is good because she's got stuck with me. So anyway, uh, welcome to the show. Talking about uh, right now, right on red. Right on red. Is that a law that we need to take another look at and possibly change? A lady in Chicago is on the warpath against right on red because there she was, a responsible bicycle rider. She was walking her bicycle in a crosswalk and somebody rolled through the red light and hit her. And fortunately, she was not seriously hurt, but uh, I wouldn't want to be hit by a car at any speed. Uh, Thank you very much. Um, What do you think of right on red? I think as a driver, I love right on red. I think it is a tremendous convenience. It saves energy. It's good for the environment. Think about it that way. It's good for the environment. Less time wasting fossil fuels or battery power, as the case may be. Uh, but it's good for the environment. And it's also it also makes driving um, so, so much more enjoyable than it would be without it. However, However, not everybody is on the same page. And if you don't agree with me, that's totally okay. You can call and disagree. It's all good. Um, The one thing that uh, I'd be very open to as somebody who supports Right on Red is uh, an assessment basically of each and every intersection. And should this be always Right on Red or should it be during certain hours that you don't make a right on red? I'm thinking about heavily trafficked areas like our caller before the uh, town of Tonawanda, Delaware, and Sheridan. Um, and this was a case where our caller had the left arrow to make his left with the arrow, but 
heading in the other direction was somebody who was making a right on red, and apparently things got a little too close uh, for comfort. Um, so clearly, and, and I would think also that uh, local police departments, you know, they, they keep records of where accidents take place, and if you've got a pattern of accidents taking place at a given intersection attributable to right on red, well, maybe you need to reassess whether that needs to be changed, if nothing else, during certain hours. Um, so I would, I would like your take on this. Is it time to take another look at right on red? And we have so many bicyclists who listen to this program. It's uh, kind of amazing. Every time I talk about bicyclists, we have a lot of people who uh, are, are into that. And uh, there, you know, obviously there is the stereotype about bicyclists, which I think is very uh, unfair, um, but most stereotypes are. Uh, 803-0930 is the phone number, star 930 on the cell phone, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Should right on red be re-evaluated? Um, I have no problem with re-evaluating it, but what I don't want to see happen is I don't want to see change for the sake of change where there is no valid reason for the change. Uh, in other words, virtue signaling, uh, doing something because uh, it, it looks good for public safety. There's got to be a rational basis for it in, in, my, uh, in my humble opinion. And I mentioned earlier, and again, we, you live where you live, I live where I live, and we all have the intersections with which we are most familiar. But the uh, Sheridan Drive and Mill, um, I have no issue at all with not being able to go right on red during school hours at that intersection. Because, hey, kids, when they get out of school, think about when you got out of school when you were a kid. Were, were you at the top of your thinking game? I think not. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Then again, I'm also a guy who likes traffic circles. Now, I call them rotaries or traffic circles interchangeably. People have corrected me on that over the years, uh, but it's hard to teach an old dog new tricks, okay? You, you can rub my tummy, though. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Dave is in Cheektawaga. Dave, you are on the radio, sir. Welcome. What can we do for you? Good afternoon, Tom, and I'm sorry to go against you twice, but I'm against right on reds. And you I am against traffic sorry. circles. You, you don't have to be sorry for going against me. I don't take it personally. All right, let, let's start up. All right, maybe maybe I do, and maybe I'll hang up on you just to revisit the old days. Um, okay, well, let me let's, first of all, let's talk about right on red. How come you're opposed to right on red? Um, I'm against it because I don't believe it is followed with the intent that the engineers came up with the idea for it. Um, I've traveled across the country. And I've seen the same thing in any state I, I've gone to. It's treated as a yellow, basically, or, it, you know, um, a suggestion. You know, it's supposed to be stopped. When there's no oncoming traffic, then you could proceed, you know, if it's safe to do so. People think that's, that's a green light for me. Uh, I have seen a, a lot of, I call them, you know, people call them near misses, but it's actually... Mm. A near hit because Correct. you know the person wasn't hit but they almost were whether it's pedestrians a cyclist you know or a car um, I've seen too many people that you know are coming up and 
whoa, and I didn't realize that car was going to, you know, turn right in front of me. And the, I think the, the the problem is is that we are in such a hurry in this society today that people take every advantage to move along, move along, you know, and it's kind of permeated into other aspects of our life from driving to we got to hurry up a baseball game because we can't sit for three hours to watch a baseball game. We got to have a pitch clock, you know? So, oh, but, okay. Now, we're not, now we're going to go against each other three times because <laughs> I like, I like the pitch clock. I like the fact that they've speeded up the game of baseball. And by the way, the TV ratings are up for baseball uh, because you don't have to wait 18 hours between pitches anymore. See, I, I, I consider myself old school in that when I go to a, a baseball and when I go to a Bison's game, um, I'm not just staring at the at the pitcher or the batter. I'm looking at what the outfielders are doing and they're switching. I'm looking into the dugout to see what the manager is telling them to do. There's so much going on all at one time, and if you just go and you're just waiting for that home run pitch and that home run swing, yeah, it might seem like a long time. But if you're looking at everything else that's going on during the course of the game, then you'll realize, you know why it takes so long or, or that there's so much activity that you can look at. Well, sir, you are a baseball connoisseur. I am not. And I suppose if we're going to talk about speeding up things, the uh, National Football League uh, might take a cue from Major League Baseball because why? I mean, if you think about it, um, there are so many flags thrown. Do you ever get the idea yeah. that sometimes the officials just want to get their mugs on TV? I, I, sometimes I, I must admit I have that feeling. But um, as far as, see, I like to do things, and no wise comments here, sir. I like to do things fast. <clears throat> okay. I like to do things as expeditiously as possible. And I don't like minutes of my day being wasted sitting at a red light uh, because I can't make a right on red, especially in, let's say, low traffic areas where there aren't any schools around or it's an off time of day. Is it possible, sir, for us to achieve a compromise on this issue? Um, well, well, let me throw another uh, another situation out there and see if, if they tie in together. You had mentioned uh, the area in, in uh, Kenton where no right on reds during school hours. Uh, out in Chituaga, Lancaster, Depew, there are a lot of schools that have these school zones from a 35-mile-an-hour speed limit down to 20. You know how many people go 20? <laughs> Next well, to no and, one? Well, and, and they, of course, have the signs, your speed is, and they uh, make you, they shame you into slowing down. I mean, you can be doing 32 miles an hour in a 30 zone, and that damn light will still blink at you. Not, not of course, that I would ever violate uh, Section 1180 sub A, I believe, of New York State Vehicle and Traffic Law, but that's another story altogether. Um, have you had, you, you sound as though, and I don't say this in any pejorative or negative way, but it sounds as though you might have had some negative experiences personally with right on red am i correct in making that assumption um as far as being uh hit by one or no i've what my experiences have been pulling up stopping looking and having the people behind me already beeping because huh. you know they want to just go 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 and i'm like can i at least look to my left to see if there's a car coming <laughs> so yeah uh, you know what 
I, 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 I understand that because, it, look, you have to be able to safely make your right on red. And people ought not to be blaring their horn on you if, uh, if you – Let's put it this way. I mean, you do need time to look right, look left, and keep your head on a swivel, which is one of the most important elements of safe driving. So I I don't – look, I'm not going to support anybody who honks their horn on you when you're trying to legitimately make a safe right on red. But but you do go right on red. You do take advantage of that. So why wouldn't this be an imposition on you as a member of the driving public if they did away with it? Um, I take advantage of it, but it wouldn't kill me if it was gone. That's, you know, I'm, I am not a, uh, got it. Um, I'm not a fast driver to begin with. And the, you know, the three minutes that I got to stop for a red light won't kill me getting to where I'm going. Um, okay. That, that's, I mean, we, we, I guess we, we disagree on that because, uh, I'm, I haven't gotten a speeding ticket since 1983, so I think that says something about my uh, my driving ability, or maybe it says more about people I know. But uh, no, it, it says something <laughs> about my something about my driving ability. Uh, but the um, uh, the situation with the traffic circles, uh, let I don't think we're gonna we're we're not gonna come to an agreement on the right on red, and that's totally okay. You need not agree with me. Uh, when you call into this program, let's talk about the the traffic circles. I am 100% for them because, again, I believe traffic circles make things more expeditious. They speed things up with the caveat that people have to know how to use them. And one of the things that, that just drives me up a wall is when people pull into the traffic circle and they have no idea what they're supposed to be doing. They don't understand that vehicles in the circle have the right of way over those entering the circle. Uh, if you're already in there, you've got the right of red, uh, or uh, you've got the right of way. But there are people who uh, who who freeze. They panic at traffic circles. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and it's like I, I come from the school – Look, if you're going to be that afraid to drive, maybe it's a good idea to think about getting rid of the car and just getting a taxi. Come back at me now. Come back at me. It's all good. I have seen people um, come up to a traffic circle uh, with no one in the circle and dead stop. Yes. Okay, I have seen people where there's someone on the opposite side of the circle from them. So they could turn right and enter the circle. The other person could turn right and enter the circle, and both would go around the circle opposite of each other, but they both sat there. Yeah. So that and these are not these are not the elderly who should not be driving anymore. These are not the 16-year-old who just got his license or her license. Um, these are, you know, average average age uh, people, um, and they don't understand the signs. They don't understand, you know, I mean, I, I remember the DMV, I thought, had commercials years ago about, you know, hey, we're instituting more and more of these across New York State, and this is how you, you know, approach them and drive through them. And just people, if you didn't grow up with it, and it's, you know, a new concept, then either you know how to do it and you like it because you, you don't have to stop or 
you know, you're you're confused about it. So, what what do we do with uh, uh, with educating people more about right on red uh, and the traffic circles? Do you believe you mentioned the ads earlier? Do you believe that increased public education, driver education on these things would make a positive impact? And and I happen to believe that they would make a positive impact. Look at what we've done, for example, with drunk driving fatalities. When I started out in this business back in the early 1980s, almost every single weekend, you could count on three or four fatal motor vehicle accidents, usually attributable to alcohol. However, uh, as public awareness of DUI came into sharper focus, Uh, And as people became more vocal who had lost loved ones to drunk drivers, things began to change. And, of course, automobiles themselves are safer now than they have ever been. Um, Education, could that be part of this? In other words, can can we compromise without throwing the baby out with the bathwater? I would think education would be very beneficial. And, in fact, I'm going to take it. Here's an example of education is some people that I've been talking to kind of question why once you get your license, you never have to take another test again in your life. And you can mail in your license renewal every eight years, but you never have to take another written test. You never have to you know, go online and fill out a 10 question or whatever test to renew. And you never have to, you know, be behind the wheel with an examiner. Okay. So this, this is, this is a great take uh, you know, you have, in order to renew, you might have to take a twenty-question test. Who knows? I don't know. Forgive my forgive my rudely interrupting. Uh, I apologize for that. But um, that you've actually added something new to the stew that is this show. Should we have to take a road test every how how many years? Like six years? You think? I don't know if if you know of a, of a certain number, but. And I don't even know if a road test it, it was required or just, um, I mean, with the technology that's coming out, you don't need to take a road test. You have a lot of simulators that are available. You True. know, go to the DMV, get an appointment, sit in the simulator, watch a hmm. video. You, you're steering the wheel and pressing the brake or whatever. And like you're behind the wheel, but you're not actually out on the road. Dave, my love, uh, if you ever move to Florida, uh, this is one of the funniest things that happened. Uh, when you move to Florida, first of all, if you've got New York plates or Wisconsin plates, the best thing you can do is get rid of those plates immediately because if you have plates from the north and you're in Florida, people will go by you because they just assume you have no idea where you're going and they're in a hurry to get to work. But that all stopped when I got my Florida plates. But when I turned in the New York State license for the Florida license, they actually mm-hmm. said, okay, sir, Mr. Burl, uh, because they can't say the name correctly. Nobody ever can. Uh, but you, we're going to have to uh, road test you. And I could not believe it. Like, wait a minute. I've been driving for how many years, and you're going to give me another road test? And I kind of laughed. Obviously, I passed it with flying colors. But uh, uh, I think that's an excellent uh, uh, discussion uh, point that we can bring up. Should you have to take another road test after X number of years or perhaps after you hit a certain age? I mean, for example, as, uh, as horrified as I am to admit this, I turned 60 years old, that hurt, in, in September. 
and I would not have been offended at all to have taken another road test to make sure that uh, I'm still able to safely uh, operate a motor vehicle. Um, hold, hold on, Dave. If you've got something else to say, I'm looking at the clock, realizing that uh, obviously I can't tell time either. So put them on hold uh, there, Tanner. It's Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. If you're just joining us, um, talking about right on red and whether we need to rethink right on red. Also, I brought up traffic circles from out of the blue, and a caller here just suggested uh, road tests. Is it right that we basically just have to be road tested once? Because, let's face it, you're not as sharp at 80 as you were when you were 25. No- notice how the age of elderly now goes up. Once you hit a certain age, like when you're 40, 60 seems old. When you're 60, you don't want to admit that you're old, so you automatically just say 80 or 90. It's Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. Now, this isn't a midlife crisis. No, no, no. It's an old crisis on WBEN. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Oh, well played, Tanner Saunders. Nice. Actually, uh, my boys in Back to the Bars play this song quite a bit. Uh, I don't, I forget whether Brother James does it or not, but he's another great local music talent that we have. Uh, all right, it is, and by the way, uh, just real quickly, I just want to make mention of uh, this fact, um, and I've said this before, but it's worth repeating. Many of you say, Tom, how do you know about all these bands and where they're playing and when they're playing and da-da-da-da-da? It's actually quite easy. Uh, We have a local fella, uh, his name is Jim Kadrina, and on his Facebook page, you can follow Jim, and he, uh, he doesn't get paid for it. He basically has become what Gusto used to be in the Buffalo News, and what Nightlife used to be, Um, but uh, his name is spelled K-A-D-R-Y-N-A, Jim Kadrina. Go to his Facebook page. Uh, He and his lovely wife, Carrie, do a magnificent job with uh, keeping everybody up to date on what's happening with local music. So if you want to be in the scene, if you will, and uh, he should definitely get himself in the Buffalo Music Hall of Fame for everything he's done for local music. Jim Kadrina, K-A-D-R-Y-N-A. 
and uh, you too can uh, <laughs> you too can become groupies uh, once you find the bands and the performers you really really like. And I'm the idiot in the back of the room who usually yells out Pink Floyd, Pink Floyd. Guy last night at the Creekview did it. Did comfortably numb. It's awesome. Uh, anyway, it's Bowerly on WBEN talking about right on red and is right on red, which actually was passed as a fuel saving measure way back when. Um, is it time to reevaluate right on red? Um, and I, I, I like right on red. I have no problem with it. But that's not to say that we can't make it safer. And if you are just joining us, uh, we've gone over some of the ways in which it might be made safer uh, for the pedestrian public and the driving public. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. And another topic I had no intention of doing until, I don't know, some caller brought it up. Um, road tests. Should you have to get a road test every few years? And I know that uh, people are going to say, well, sure, Tom, that way New York State can get even more money from the motoring public. And believe me, part of me understands the way you think, because I kind of think that myself. But there are clearly people on the road who ought not to be on the road. And uh, I can say these things now that I'm 60 because nobody can say, oh, you're elderly bashing now because I'm one of the elderly now. Oh, it hurts. It really does hurt. All right, back to uh, Dave in uh, Chictawaga. Uh, Dave on WBEN. We're talking about, uh, well, let, let's get back to this whole idea of, of road tests, which uh, came up before the break there. Um, I mentioned moving to Florida, getting a Florida license. They made me do a road test again, which I thought was rather humorous. I needless to say, passed with flying colors. But um, I want to get back to the idea. Do you believe, and now that you've had a chance to think about it, that road tests should kick in after a certain age, or should they be uniform for everybody, let's say, every 10 years? I don't think that I would. I mean, that was just an idea, but I would think that it might be a little bit more reasonable and acceptable for for drivers instead of a road test. When you went to renew your license, let's say, every, you know, six years, eight years, 10 years, you went in and – you had to take a question, uh, you know, a question test, 15 question, 20 question, so that you were uh, tested uh, as far as being up to speed on the changes in driving. Like, how do you approach and drive through a traffic circle? How do you approach and drive through a right on red? How do you approach a school zone? What is the safe distance to follow someone in front of you? Things like that, so that they could test you know, your knowledge of what you're supposed to do. Right. Um, I don't think you actually have to physically get in the car with someone and drive around. Well, you'd also mentioned the idea of, of simulators, which I don't yeah. think is an entirely bad idea. It would be, I think, a pretty fast way to uh, have an indication as to whether or not somebody has the agility and competency to be behind uh, a wheel. Because, you know, let's face it, you're behind a vehicle, you're driving a vehicle that weighs thousands of pounds, and it can very easily be a lethal weapon in the wrong hands. And, uh, yes. you know, if, if you can, if you can knock out, uh, knock out, if you can take care of uh, 10, 15 people an hour in a simulator, uh, maybe the roads become safer, and we, we get people off the roads who, quite frankly, ought not to be driving, whatever the age happens to be. Right. 
I, I have to go, but I one last oh. thing. You had you had brought up um, the decrease in in um, DWI deaths and and driving while intoxicated deaths and all that. And then lo and behold, on the news break, there was a story of a police officer who was hit by a drunk driver. So it's still out there, and I don't know if it actually even matters the time of the day or the day of the week. Well, it, it look, obviously it is out there, but uh, both anecdotally and statistically, uh, it is uh, not what it used to be. Uh, it has decreased markedly. And another thing, well, David, I know you got to go. And don't you understand how this show works? I hang up on you. You don't hang up on me. You don't turn your back on me. All right. Thanks. Okay. I appreciate the call. Thank you. All right. Have a great day. All right, my love. Thank you, uh, Dave in uh, Chictawaga. Um, it's like turning down a drink from Tony Soprano, like Ralph Cifaretto. Do you know? Do that. Uh, anyway, welcome. Just having fun. Don't take anything seriously. Three forty-five at News Radio nine thirty WBEN. Bowerly with you. And uh, how how would you feel about having to take a road test every six, every ten years, even in a uh, a simulator? And Look, I told you the story when it happened of uh, an individual uh, who happened to be elderly and the dude totally ran through a stop sign. I was going at a very slow rate of speed because there was just something that made me. You ever, you ever have that feeling when you're driving like, I bet there's a deer really close to here or uh, I just have a feeling that I need to be really, really careful in this area. That was one of those days where I just had a feeling I needed to be careful, and thank goodness I, I was, and I did get the tag, and I did notify the local PD and say, you know, here's here's what happened, here's when it happened, here's the tag. You might want to make this guy uh, prove that he actually should be behind the wheel because um, had I not been paying attention, had there been some poor kid in the street, it would have had a very unfortunate uh, ending. And I'm not implying that this individual was intoxicated. I, I just think the person was incompetent behind the wheel for whatever reason. Hey, look, maybe he was having a bad day. I don't know, but that's where the professionals come in. Uh, back to the calls, 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Uh, Steve is in Wheatfield. Steve, welcome. You are on the radio. Hello. Hi, Tom. Um, I'm a long listener and whatever that phrase is. Uh, I've been listening to you for a long time. But my question is on this right on red is, are you supposed to stop and then go? That's the way I take it. Yes. I see people just bombing through the red light. No, you're so supposed I to really come. want to know the right rule of the road for that. Well, uh, you are supposed um, to come to a complete stop. A complete stop. And and here's the thing. Any police officer can tell you this. Your definition, not you personally, but uh, a lot of times people's definition of a complete stop is totally different than what the police officer sees. Uh, there was a uh, captain in uh, the town of Tonawanda. I'm not telling tales out of school here, but his name was uh, Peter Christ. And uh, he was a captain a long time ago at, uh, in the town of Tonawanda PD. But anyway, uh, he did a vehicle stop. Uh, many, many years ago, and the woman said, officer, I came to a complete stop. I came to a complete stop, and he said, tell you what, let's sit here for a minute, and we're going to watch cars at this stop sign, and lo and behold, every car thought it came to a complete stop. Every driver did, but 
people did not come to a complete stop. The wheels kept spinning round and round. Yet, had they been pulled over, I'm pretty sure they would have said it was a complete stop. But to answer your question, it's supposed to be a complete stop. Okay, that's what I was uh, thinking. That, But more people I see just go right through the red light. I think people oh, they should do something with every so often that people do learn the rules of the road. I don't know how that could be. Maybe there's a simulator or whatever, but everyone could be like um, get a few lessons. Even drivers that have been driving a long time should uh, everyone should learn the rules of the road. So, okay, I'm done, but uh, okay. keep up the good work. All right, sir. Thank you. And by the way, the proper okay. expression is long time listener, first time caller. That's the right. proper expression. <laughs> and I uh, do more music shows. I'm into them. And uh, you got to do a show on these electric bikes. It's getting oh, we, crazy. Oh, we did one. We, we did one about two months ago, my friend. Oh, okay. So much for this long time. So much for this long time listener stuff. I think I just got hosed. <laughs> yeah, All right, no, thanks. No, I listen on occasion. I do. Not every day, but I do. So, well, well, okay. sir, it's got to be thank every you. thank you, thank you. It's got to be every day, all four hours, every day. Otherwise, you can't call yourself my friend. <clears throat> it is uh, three forty. Hey, I wouldn't listen to me four hours every day. Come on, uh, it is uh, three forty nine at News Radio nine thirty WBN Bowerly with you. Uh, we've got a lot more topics uh, coming up on the program here on News Radio nine thirty WBN. So uh, stay tuned and remember. All four hours, every single day, Monday through Friday. And the same goes for Bellavia. you got to listen to Bellavia every day between 10 and 2. Uh, Bemaz and Beamer, Joe Beamer and Brian Mazurowski. And, of course, a new morning with uh, Buffalo Broadcast Hall of Famer Susan Rose and Brian Mazurowski from 5 until 9. Uh, we have you covered here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Um, and we prove that on election night once again. Uh, let's get to the calls. Jim in uh, North Tonawanda, you are on WBEN. Welcome to the show, Jim. Yeah, thank you, Tom. Hey, listen, it seems to me, I'm going to say you 60 is the cutoff age. When you apply for a new driver's license, it would seem to me they have to look at your driver's license. Do you have any points on your license? Have you had any accidents over the last couple of years? If so, was it determined you or the other person was at fault, or was it just when a deer jumped out in front of you? Because one time I hit a deer, and I said to the guy at the collision shop when I brought my car in, I said, I must be getting older. Maybe my reflexes aren't as good as they used to be. And he said, well, no matter how old or how young you are, if that deer, deer jumps out in front of you, or he hits your car from the side, or you hit him from the side of your car, whatever the circumstances are. He said, that's really got nothing to do with age and reflexes. And, you know, so you look at the individual and see what their, you know, license, what their record is. And if you can make a, a, a halfway legitimate cause to make them take another written test or another's driver's test, but, you know, if they don't have any points on their license, that seems to me that that's an – wouldn't – I mean, do you agree with me that would be an indicator that the person is a conscientious driver? I think that that would be one metric, but the other thing you'd have to take into account, I think, is, well, how many miles do they drive? Are they driving five miles a week or 500 miles a week? I think that that is something else w that would need to be taken into consideration. Um, and I think, Jim, that what you want to do is you you want to do it fairly because I mean, you, you don't want to be seen as picking on old people like me. And you, too, by the way, because you're older yeah. than I am. Yep, uh, I am. 
Yeah, you, but you're in much better shape, I might add. Uh, but uh, I, mean, I, I do believe that a, at a certain age, and let's call it 60, because I'll include myself in that, I, I think I should have to prove that I am a competent and capable driver. Because you know what? If I'm not, I shouldn't be on the road. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you there. But like you said, we, we want to be fair about it. Anyway, you know, when I came into the collision shop, you want to know how good those guys are? The guy looked at my car and he said, he said to me, Tom, he said, I know you're telling me the truth. It was a deer you hit and not a human. I said, yeah, well, how can you tell that? He said, look at that dent. That's residue from a deer hide and deer hair, deer hair he said, in where I had hit the deer. Can you believe that? He he looked at my car and he knew he said he could tell that I didn't hit a person. I'm just I'm just more concerned that you threw off an air, uh, you threw off vibes that suggested that you might actually have hit a human being. Um and no, knowing just, was, no, knowing he, you no more than a collision guy. Well, no dude, knowing you, I'm surprised you didn't say, "Nah, I put the bodies in the trunk." Just to get the re- just to get the reaction. Uh, hey, hold, hold. As he calls uh, the city of Tonawanda the police. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you're good. You're golden. Uh, Jim, ho- hold on during the news break because I have a question yeah. I want to ask you, and then I'm going to get into some other things. Can you do that? Uh, please do. So we'll get back to uh, Jim in uh, North Tonawanda on WBen. Yeah, and folks. Deer are everywhere right now, and this is this this is one of those seasons where they are out in absolute droves. By the way, one of my uh, neighbors, a couple of streets over, uh, I was at lunch today, and he showed me a picture of a giant coyote in his driveway, which is about two tenths of a mile from where I live. A giant coyote, and first thing I said was, "Well." I think I know what's happening here. The coyotes know that they've got abundant food here in the village of Williamsville. It's called deer, and they're going to go like anything else where the food is. And if you're a coyote, the village of Williamsville basically would be your meat market because it's just loaded with deer. I love deer. Of course I love deer. I love animals. But, uh, you know, coyotes got to eat too. And uh, if you've ever witnessed a coyote and a deer, it's uh, it's it's pretty hideous. I'm not gonna lie. It's 3:58 at News Radio 930 WBen. Bowerly with you. Great to to have your company on a Friday. And we got a lot of stuff we're gonna get into here the rest of the show as well. So don't go anywhere. You're with News Radio 930 WBen, where Tom Puckett is up next with news. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.